Well, good morning. I hope you're doing well this morning. It's a Saturday morning. Um, I'm going to read a little bit this morning and talk about a few things, in particular something that happened this past week. Hopefully you're aware of it, but we'll see. We'll see. Sometimes things happen and we're not aware of them. And this is Jeremiah chapter 15. Jeremiah chapter 15. This is what it says. Then the Lord said to me, even if Moses and Samuel stood before me, my mind would not be favorable toward this people. Cast them out of my sight and let them go forth. And it shall be if they say to you, where shall we go? Then you shall tell them, thus says the Lord. Such as are for death to death, such as are for the sword to the sword, such as are for the famine to the famine, and such as are for cap- for the captivity to captivity. And I will point over them four forms of destruction, says the Lord, the sword to slay, the dogs to drag, the birds of heavens, of the heavens, and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. I will hand them over to trouble and to all kingdoms of the earth, because of Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for what he did in Jerusalem. It's an important verse. For who will have pity on you, O Jerusalem? Or who will bemoan you? And who will turn aside to ask you what you're doing? You have forsaken me, says the Lord. You have gone backward. Therefore, I will stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I am weary of relenting, and I will winnow them with a winnowing fan in the gates of the land. I will bereave them of children. I will destroy my people, since they do not return, since they do not return, from their ways. Their widows will be increased to me more than the sand of the seas. I will bring against them, against the mother of the young men, a plunderer at noonday. I will cast anguish and terror to fall on them suddenly. She languishes who is born seven. She has breathed her last. Her son has gone down while it was yet day. She has been ashamed and confounded, and the remnant of them I will deliver to the sword before their enemies, says the Lord. Woe to woe is me, my mother, that you have borne me, a man of strife and a man of contention to the whole earth. I have neither lent for interest, nor have men lent to me for interest. Every one of them curses me. The Lord said, Surely it will be well with your remnant. Surely I will cause the enemy to intercede with you. In the time of adversity, in the time of affliction, can anyone break iron? The northern iron and the bronze? Your wealth and your treasures I give as plunder without price. Because of all your sins throughout your territories, I will make you cross over with your enemies into a land which you do not know. For a file fire is kindled in my anger which you shall which shall burn upon you O lord you know remember me and visit me and take vengeance on all my persecutors in your enduring patience do not take me away know that for your sake i have suffered rebuke your words were found and i ate them and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart for i called by your name for I am called by your name, O Lord of hosts. I do not sit in the assembly of the mockers, nor do I rejoice. I sat alone because of your hand, and you have filled me with indignation. Why is my pain per- perpetual and my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? 
Will you surely, you will surely be to me like an unreliable stream, as waters that fail. Therefore, thus says the Lord, don't miss this part of the chapter. Don't miss it. Therefore, thus says the Lord, if you return, then I will bring you back. You shall stand before me. If you take out the precious from the vial, you shall be my mouth. Let them return to you, but you must not return to them. And I will make you to this people a fortified bronze wall, and they will fight against you. But they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you from the grip of the terrible. So we've read Jeremiah 15. Sometimes Jeremiah is hard to read, right? It's got some rough, tough, tough stuff in there, right? But that is God's word. God's word is always very balanced. God calls us to repent and to come to him, but he does that to restore us, right? To restore us. I'm just going to pick out a couple of key verses that stood out to me. One was verse six. And it's a great chapter, by the way. It's a great chapter. You have forsaken me, says the Lord. You have gone backward. Some translations say say rejected instead of forsaken. Nonetheless, you have forsaken me, says the Lord. You have gone backward. And here's what I'll say. As we look around, and this is not a new message, but as we look around today and we see the sin and the iniquity and the trouble, just the trouble sometimes that we have in our culture, in our nation, in our workplaces, in the media, in the lies and the deception, all the things that go on, the abominations, part of those things is because Christians have gone backward. They haven't followed the principles of God and our nation has gone backwards. Remember what it says. It talks about Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah. And so I would submit to you, I would submit to you some of the things that have occurred because of what leaders, not just one leader, many leaders and Christians have done. Not following the principles of God, forsaking them rejecting them, rejecting the word of God, rejecting the principles of God and not taking action and acting them out every day, not just one day a week. And I'll submit to you because of all these things, God turns his back and he corrects, but he corrects for the purpose of restoration. Don't remember, don't forget the very last part of the chapter. Okay, it's really hard to read some of what God says, but what God says is true. Absolutely. His word is truth. Jesus Christ is truth. And he calls on us to repent for things that we have done, ways and paths we have walked down, how we have rejected his word, rejected his ways and done it our way. And God has corrected this nation because of that. But look at the very end. Look at the end. If you return, then I will bring you back and you shall stand before me. If you take out the precious from the vial, you shall be my mouth. 
See, God restores even when we go and turn the other way. God restores. He corrects, but he also restores. But we have to repent. Let me tell you something. Something monumental, monumental happened this past week in our nation. And I'm just going to be honest with you. If you check the local media, you probably didn't see it. Most Christians probably know because of what happened, but most media outlets probably didn't even report it or it was buried. The only reason I knew about it is because I'm attached to an organization that keeps up with that. So I receive communication about it. And that is about our president and prayer. Protecting prayer. Protecting students who want to pray in schools. Religious freedom. What he did this past week is historic, but what he's really doing is he's restoring things that have been stolen by the enemy. He's restoring them, bringing them back to where they need to be, correcting things. See, that's what God does. He brings correction, but he does it to restore. And so we are thankful. We're thankful for good leaders. We're thankful for righteous leaders who will do that, who restore things back to the way they need to be, who will follow the principles of God, who will protect students, people in schools and in other organizations or whoever they are, bringing about this protection over them from the very top, bringing protection over them that they can actually pray. Do you think that's important? That is historic. He's bringing restoration to the nation. See, leaders are at the top. People follow them. People follow their example. And it affects, because of their position that they've been given by God, it affects the nation. It affects organizations. It affects Christians. It affects you and me. There may be a trickle down, but it affects us. We have to realize that we're in a war. We're in a war for our nation. And you may ask, well, what can I do? Well, I just told you, you can pray, right? What he did this last week is historic. It's historic because he's restoring things back to the way they need to be. He's bringing protection over Christians, protection over people that want to pray who don't want to be persecuted. See, he's restoring that. And as he does that, guess what happens? There's a trickle-down effect where it starts affecting not just schools, but other organizations and businesses where people are protected for religious freedom to be able to pray, to be able to exercise their faith in public. It matters, but you can't find it in the media. But that's what he did this past week. That's what he did. That should be an encouragement to you, Christian. It should be an encouragement that someone in the highest office in this land would do that. So the next time you're tempted, you want to say something negative about him. And I'm sure he makes lots of mistakes. I'm not the expert in that, but I'm sure he does. But we should support who God has ordained to be at the top. We should support them. Right? And we should pray for them. Look what happens when we start to pray. God starts to restore. 
when we directly intercede with Almighty God, God brings restoration. But we've got to get off our backside, start worrying about what the world is doing, and we've got to pray. We've got to intercede. You've got to intercede what's going on in your life, absolutely. But you also have to intercede for others. You also have to intercede for your local body. And you definitely need to intercede for leaders, intercede for the nation, absolutely. God commands us to pray for leaders. Remember, following the principles of God's word, what it tells us to do. When we stop doing that, God brings correction. But he does that for the purpose of bringing us back to him. See what it says? If you return, if, if you return, then I will bring you back. We should be so thankful for righteous leaders and we should pray for them. And we should continue to pray that God would raise up righteous leaders because there's plenty that aren't. And that's not a negative statement per se. It's just the truth. There's plenty that are. That's the way it is. It's the wheat and the weeds growing up together as the Bible clearly tells us. That's why we have to pray. That's why we have to intercede. We have to do our part and we have to do as God leads us. That's why it's critically important. Whatever God lays on your heart, you must do. You must do that. Because if you don't, guess what? The world's going to get darker. Your city may get darker. The nation may get darker if you don't do what he's asking you to do. There are many, many Christians in this nation. Get off your backside and do what God, not what I say, not what some other leader says, what God says to do. What God has put in his word for you to do, what he's commanded all Christians to do, but also specifically what he has led you specifically to do. You must do that. And as you do that, Christian, God restores. God restores. There are millions of Christians in this nation. Get off your backside and do what God's already told you to do. And God will restore. God loves this nation. He loves this nation. And he will restore it. But he can restore it with a stick if he has to. And he will. Read the word. He will do that if that's what it takes. But it doesn't have to work that way. All we have to do is obey. Do what he's asked us to do, what he's told us to do. And shine our light in the darkest of places. And our nation will be restored. Every Christian has a responsibility to bring light into the world. Not everyone's at the top. You don't have to be at the top. Listen to me. You don't have to be at the top to affect the top. You don't have to be at the top to affect your city where you live, the state, and the nation. No, you don't. God has given us the power to intercede directly with him and affect change where we live and even where we don't live. He has given us that power. Now, the power belongs to him. We're interceding to him to him, so don't go crazy with that, to him. But he has given that to Christians, the ability to intercede and pray in align, alignment with his word and with his will to bring good change. You may think maybe I'm just getting carried away, but the truth is 
our nation, our nation is slowly being lost. So we can stand up and do something about it. Yes, you can. You can do something about it. Everybody can do something about it. Or we can sit down and keep taking it. And by that, I don't mean going out and bashing people on social media. That's not what I mean. I mean, you talk to God about it. I mean, you intercede for the nation about it. I mean, you pray for leaders and you pray for other people about it. You pray for your situation. That's what I mean. Spend time with God in his word and prayer. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. When we follow the principles of God's word, we end up in the right place. Always end up in the right place. And it opens our eyes to what's going on around us. God always works by principles, but he also, also expects our obedience. I'm pretty sure he's given us enough within his son, Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he took care of it all. There are things that we have to do and we have to obey. So I'm going to transition here just for a moment, just for a moment, because I know I'm running a little long today. But this is important. What our president did is important and it matters. It matters. Father God, I just come before you and I thank you for another day you've given people to come back and return to you. And I pray, I pray for those in positions of leadership, wherever they are, in a local city, in a state, in a nation in local businesses, in entertainment, in the media. Oh my goodness, we need restoration. And I pray that you would raise up righteous leaders to do righteous acts. We have experienced righteousness this week in our nation, but we can also experience it in our local bodies, in our local church, in our local cities, in our local workplaces, Jesus Christ. So I pray all over this nation, you would raise up righteous leaders and righteous Christians to do righteous acts for your will, for your kingdom purposes, to bring light into the darkest places, Lord God. God, we need you. We need the foundation of our cities, states, and nations to be built on Jesus Christ and on your word and on your principles and on nothing else but you. Not for the purpose of a theocracy, but a purpose of doing things the right way in righteousness by your principles. For you have given government. You have given business and entertainment. You have given all these things for good, not for evil. You've given them for good, to do good, to manifest your kingdom and your glory and your honor, Lord God. You have given government. You have done that. You have ordained it. I pray, Lord God, Christians would turn back to you. They would turn back to you and do what you have already told them to do. Obeying your word, operating in your principles, shining their light wherever they go. And they would not bow down to fear. They would not bow down to the lies of the enemy. You would destroy those things in Jesus name. And we would once again see the light of Christ shine in this nation 
from coast to coast, from the north to the south, to the east, to the west, Lord God. You would rush over us. You would sweep over this nation with your revival, your reformation, and your restoration, Lord God. From the top to the middle to the bottom, Jesus Christ, every part, every corner of this nation would experience your Holy Spirit and your goodness and your revival and your reformation, Jesus Christ. There is no greater authority than you, Lord God. So I pray that Christians would cry out to you for our nation as we're in a war, but a war you've already won. I ask and I pray all these things in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a blessed and wonderful day. God is on your side.